Destination Medicine is a collaborative initiative of regional training hubs. With first-hand lessons learned from those who have gone before, this podcast is designed to assist and inspire anyone interested in pursuing a medical career in rural and regional Australia. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Nicole Goodman. Go where the disease is has been a guiding principle behind Joel Riley's decision to go rural to pursue his medical career. Joel now is an advanced trainee in general medicine, practicing in Dubbo. He's chosen to complete a dual training pathway to fellowship as a general physician and rheumatologist, and he's nearly there. Joel has always felt strongly about taking his skills to where they're needed most, and that's to country areas where, he says, there's an overwhelming need for better access to care. Originally from Wollongong, Joel's pathway has taken him to long-term placements in rural and regional New South Wales. Now based in Dubbo, he describes his current role and the reasons behind his career decisions to Heather Dawson. The role I play as a senior medical registrar, sort of an admissions registrar, and I'm just doing the very final bit of my um, general medicine training as part of a dual training program. That means two specialties, one of them being general medicine itself and the other being rheumatology. The way it was set up for me was kind of like a sandwich. So the first year I did general medicine advanced training, then I went off and did two years of rheumatology advanced training and now I'm finishing with one more year of general medicine advanced training. I chose the dual pathway because ever since starting medical school I've known that the setting I want to practice in is the rural setting and as a physician in a rural setting it's really good to have the general medical skills to back you up if you're going to be working a general roster which most rural physicians end up doing. Okay well for listeners interested in pursuing a career as a physician it can be a bit confusing sometimes about the different pathways available to them. What advice would you offer them? Yeah, I think to communicate with mentors early on in your career. The best move I made was to talk to people who had the job that I wanted and find out how to get there. The the landscape of training is always changing quite quickly. And so it's good to talk to somebody who's in the know and who's working in the area you want to work in. And um, they'll usually have the up-to-date information about how to get where you want to be. Now, you had a long-term placement during your medical student days. Did you benefit a lot from that experience? Yeah, I did. I I spent 12 months working with, and shout out to Dr. Bailey and Dr. Sangster in Leeton. So I worked in Leeton in in southwestern New South Wales. And it was really the best clinical experience I could have asked for. I really learned how to be a doctor in that time. When I was in working in Leeton, I had the role of first on call in the emergency department. So I really got a lot of experience at seeing people, taking the history, coming up with some sort of formulation and calling somebody over the phone to present, which was invaluable once I got to my JMO years. And uh, did that convince you too that it was worth your while to focus on a rural setting, a regional setting rather than the metropolitan areas? Yeah, I think the um, variety of practice, but also the um, just overwhelming clinical need was the, the thing that impacted me the most. The people in the country just don't have good access to care. And so in my JMO years, when I was in Taree and Armidale, 
and uh, in my registrar years in Dubbo, I, I just saw it again and again that you know people turn up with diseases that you just don't see in the city because they get so much further along before they can get to help. Yes, you've described the guiding principle of your career, I believe, as go where the problem is. So is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's right. That's my view is that if you really want to make an impact, if you're really looking to do the most good for the most number, then you've got to go where the disease is. That's my view. (laughs) It's fair to say that you've seen a lot of uh, trainees progress through their careers in various disciplines of medicine. What types of personal qualities do you think it's useful to have if you're going to be a dual-trained physician for the long term and in a rural setting? I wouldn't want to ascribe any of these to myself. (laughs) Um, But I think the most important thing is to have a dogged commitment to seeing equity for rural people and and to have that as your guiding principle. I think a lot of the outcomes just aren't fair and uh, if you're the sort of person who is going to get used to it and start accepting it, that's probably not the way. You need to still, you need to to be prepared to still be getting angry about it in 10 years' time if that makes sense. (laughs) Otherwise, um, the clinical demands in the country are greater and um, you have to be somebody who enjoys working hard and is prepared to step up. Well, Joel, you'll soon gain your fellowship with the Royal Australasian College of Physicians without having spent any advanced training years in Sydney. But I believe you did rotate to tertiary referral hospitals in both Newcastle and Wollongong. So what were the benefits of that? Oh, well, there's always this tension between you need to see volume of patients, but you also need to see complexity of disease. And the real benefit of working in a tertiary referral centre is that complexity. In rheumatology, it's things like patients with complicated vasculitis or severe manifestations of rheumatological disease that just aren't safe to take care of in in rural sites. So everybody needs some time in the city. And I count Newcastle and Wollongong as the city. It doesn't necessarily have to be in Sydney, though. Right. Can you tell us about your most uh, rewarding role or placement? I think... um, I mean, being an advanced trainee in Wollongong, I mean, I'm biased towards my rheumatological years because rheumatology is wonderful and everybody should do it. But the sort of difference you can make in people's lives in rheumatology is pretty outstanding. And Wollongong has got a little bit of the rural flavour to it still. Between Wollongong and the Victorian border, there's very little rheumatological service provided. That's excluding Canberra. And so it was very rewarding in Wollongong to be able to Uh, have such a huge clinical impact on the people who turned up. Whether that's the most rewarding role, though, I mean, I I think my current role is a lot more rewarding in terms of, as I said, you know, this is where the disease is out here in Dubbo. And, you know, every day there's an opportunity to provide a, a level of excellence in care that people might not otherwise get. So it's extremely challenging, but it's also just, it gives you something to go to work for. (laughs) Well, final question, Joel. Is there any piece of advice that you received early in your career that has stuck with you? Yeah, um, the main one, this sounds strange, but uh, there's a renal physician at John Hunter who told me, you have to know your patients. And the point he was making is that there is no point at which you know enough about your patients and there's always more to find out. And that, that really did stick with me, that you have to maintain curiosity about your patients, not just their diseases and their symptoms, but also them as people. And that the more you know about them, the better the care is you can provide. And that was something that really stuck with me. 
Joel Riley, Advanced Trainee in General Medicine and Rheumatology, Dubbo. This is Destination Medicine. Thanks for listening. Regional training hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.